horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, where we'll be bringing you the latest in horse racing news for the next half an hour. I'm Alyssa Smith. Sam, it is great to see you. You too, Liz. I feel like it's just been too long, you know? know. It's lovely to see your little smiling face opposite me. You're looking bright and well and (laughs) full of energy. Ready to go for the weekend. Ready to go for the weekend and what a weekend it is. Yeah, just like you are. I know, pumped for the weekend. Obviously, we're heading to um, Ipswich for the the big meeting there this Saturday, which... uh, Probably one of my favourite tracks here. It's a bit slightly biased being the uh, premiership winner from last season. The so hopefully queen I can... of Ipswich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. So uh, looking forward to a fantastic day. It was a great day there last year mm. and no doubt it'll be the same again tomorrow. Amazing. And well, our special guests, we always have a special guest, but this one uh, has a lot to do with Ipswich where you'll be headed um, tomorrow. Yes. Uh, we get the privilege of talking to Tim Dunn, who's the CEO of the Ipswich race course and uh, have a chat to him about all the work that's gone in ahead of uh, obviously tomorrow and the big race day. As we know, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes to, you know, prep the prep the whole day. Essentially, it doesn't just come together overnight. So Obviously, he'll be pleased to see the the day go ahead without a hitch, and I'm sure it will. And uh, plenty of people there. It was a big day there last year. Jeez, there were people here, there, and everywhere. Amazing, and, <laughs> and that must really um, spur you on, I guess, to to get you know to that to that yeah. final place. Yeah, it does. Having the big crowds there sort of gives you that sense of occasion. Obviously, I love riding w- whether it's a Wednesday, a Tuesday, or a Saturday. But you know of Recent times with the carnival we've had on, the big crowds, it certainly uh, brings that sense of occasion to, to me. Like, I, you know, I feel like you, um, you know, want to do a little bit better or try a little bit harder maybe. And it's, yeah, it's a fantastic atmosphere. Beautiful. Well, let's uh, have a little bit of a recap of your week that was. Uh, last Friday after the show, you were headed to Gatton. Yes, headed to Gatton. Didn't have much luck there, unfortunately. Started with five rides and had three scratchings, ended up just in the first couple of races. And then Saturday was absolutely chaotic. I uh, bet. I had track work <laughs> here, there and everywhere, which was fine. And then I shot into town to ride uh, X uh, at Eagle Farm. Mm. Unfortunately, he didn't get much luck in the running, but then went quickly into my car, up the hill to Toowoomba and had five up there and managed to ride a winner with Uncle Russ. Had a couple of really nice placings around the day too. So it was a very long day. By the time I got home, it was about <laughs> quarter to midnight and I um, treated myself with a diet of a uh, 10 pack of chicken nuggets and an Oreo McFlurry. <laughs> health. <laughs> I love it. A quick and easy dinner, right? Yeah, well, there's not much open on the, he- no. the health side of things when you're getting home at silly o'clock. So, um, Very true. Yeah, and then obviously Sunny Coast races and there's a couple of really nice runs there too on Sunday. And then you collapsed in a heap on Monday. Yeah, and then Monday was a real potato day. I didn't yeah. leave the couch much. I do not blame you. <laughs> uh, you've had trials as well this week and then you're at Doombin on Wednesday. Yeah, had some really nice horses trial uh, Tuesday at Doombin. Um, and then obviously went around to Eagle Farm. Uh, we go Bam ran a super second. She's uh, had a little bit of freshen up between you know her two winners off the back of that. Ran well. Um, and then yeah, we've obviously got Sunny Coast races this evening, and then Ipswich, and then Sunny Coast again on Sunday. Woohoo! Excited <laughs> for the weekend. Now we were speaking about Tim Dunn, and we were speaking about the Ipswich Cup, which is tomorrow, yes. and it will be a massive day. You are going to star there. You're going to feature there. I'll be there. Yes, you'll be there, and so will Tim. No doubt. Let's bring him in because he is our very special guest for today. Tim, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How's things? Very well. Thank you, Tim. It's the uh, the eve of the big day. How are you feeling? 
Uh, quite calm and relaxed so far. I don't know how it'll be when we get to the big moment, but um, been lots of planning and things going on beforehand and actually really excited with the fields this year. They've stacked up fantastically, tracks looking phenomenal and the operations team have done a great job to get everything ready. Yeah, obviously we uh, we we only see the sort of the end product, I guess. And explain to us like how much planning goes into a meeting like this. Obviously, you know it's twelve months since the last one. Um, does it start almost straight off the back of you know like last year's meeting, or is there a little bit of a downtime? Um, how does that process all go? Yeah, well, it does actually start the very next day. So we wind up late on a Saturday night when everybody's gone home safe and happy and had a good day. We'll turn up the next day. We actually have a lunch together on the Sunday at the track, a bit of a debrief and a chat through a few things. And then slowly from that, we'll work on what worked well, what didn't work well, how did people move around the site, was everybody okay, any safety issues, all those things you've got to look at when you've got massive crowds out there. And then about January, we really start kicking off and talking to suppliers and marking things out and doing the proper plans for the whole cup in June. So what type of logistics go into it? Obviously, you'd have to have security there. You've got catering there. You'd have to have, you know, um, different rooms open, the marquees. Yeah, talk us through the logistics and how many people are involved. Yeah, so, well, from a normal day, we probably have a couple hundred people on course. So we have all the participants who come along and uh, bring horses and those parts, owners and members and other people visiting the track. We actually expand over 50 times the number we have on a normal day. Wow. So our infrastructure explodes. Uh, so on a normal day, you'll see all the lovely horse floats parked down in the tie-up stalls. They unfortunately don't fit on Cup Day. We actually put marquees. So we've got hundreds of metres of marquee space from one end of the track down to the other. Then we've got marquee space on the infield where we have the music festival happening, the infield Ipswich Cup Festival that's happened for many, many years successfully. Uh, that's been a great um, product of the committee and my predecessor, Brett Kitching, putting that in place sort of adds a different element to the day that everybody's seen as a fantastic thing and everybody actually tries to replicate it because he's so successful and makes it such a great social day as well. I Actually, I am a big fan of the music festival on the inside because it makes me oh, feel yeah. like I'm like at work but I'm also having a great time, you know, <laughs> regardless of how shabby or great my day is going. So I love that. And I love seeing all the people you know, come together there, maybe people you wouldn't normally get for a race meet. Obviously, you know, like they're having the benefit of both worlds, mm-hmm. aren't they? And then you say you've got all your participants, like your members and things like that, that come together. And I think it's just a great vibe. And um, we haven't had a, a meeting at Ipswich for a little while, obviously giving your track plenty of time, um, you know, to prepare it for the big meeting. So what kind of work have you done with the track since we were last there? So from last cup to Cup day, we were a bit disappointed ourselves as to how it performed on the day. It wasn't unsafe and it wasn't unraceable, but it just was one of those things we could have done a little bit better. So we spent a lot of time, went back to the drawing board, did a full renovation in September. We've put um, sand slip drainage in all the way around now uh, through the chutes and everywhere else. We've actually done sand grooming as well to the whole track, which has given it some more consistency and some great body. So it's quite a good water holding track and it just drains away perfectly. I don't think I've seen the track much better the way Sean and his team have got it at the moment. It is absolutely spectacular. Probably been about five weeks since we've raced on the inside going and it's come up an absolute treat. So you're giving me the heads up that the inside part of the track's a place to be. So we won't tell anybody else. And I'll win the first few races on the inside. The Queen of Ipswich should know this. 
Roy, just one out off the back. Let them fan off the fence and take them down the fence and do it yourself. Yeah, you know how it. that goes. I've seen you win many a race <laughs> like that with your soft hands. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, uh, it makes me look like a genius some days, honestly. I surprise myself. <laughs> That's right. You're a genius if no one else is doing it. That's the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. How many people roughly do you get there compared to a normal race day? When You know, when it's Ipswich Cup and everyone's there, you've got the festival going. Compared to a normal day, what's the difference in how many people? Oh, we, we, we get more than 50 times the number of people. So 10, 12, 15,000 odd at stages. It's one of those things, it's really hard to name it here because it feels like you've got 100,000. The yeah. crowd is going off. Like um, Sam was saying about the music festival and the infield festival, it just keeps the place vibing. People come here as well to meet up. There's a lot of um, people who come to this race meeting. They don't see these people for 12 months and then they come back again and they all go to the same tent, the same space, meet each other all in the GAs and then we've got an after party as well where people join up and say, oh, races are over, what's next? So that social vibe of a race meeting is really a huge thing for us. So I bring the community together, focus in Ipswich and showcase how good a place it actually is. I think that's a fantastic, uh, you know, incentive because it's not always about the racing and when you can bring people together like that and, like you say, make it a real social event. Uh, I, You know, you've got the, the venue there obviously for, for the horse racing purposes, but the fact that you can use it for other means um, I think is great quite important and it brings like you say a different energy to the race meeting and things like that and I love that um kind of theory you know people are like we gather at the races mm. have a great day out where we're going to go afterwards like that whole um like mindset of making the meeting sort of work like that I think is fantastic and um is that the kind of thing that sort of inspires you each year like are you looking to change anything you obviously you've got a system that works um and everyone you know supports it obviously with the big crowds that you get but is there anything you would like to see change to maybe just improve it again yeah well that's what we work on as well every year to say well what can we do a little bit differently a little bit better to make it um a greater event than it already is the big challenge for us is like you know these people who come along they don't come to the races other than that one time a year so how could we get them back to a race meeting another one or two times a year because that will build industry, build those things where people come along and enjoy it. Because, you know yourself, Sam, it's changed heaps from being, oh, I'm going to the races, so it means my whole day's out. You can come along for the horse, the race that your horse is in. You can come along for two. You can come along for the whole lot. You can do all sorts of things. Like It's just a great festive atmosphere. We've got Ripswich Cup. But people need to understand, we have that sort of stuff all the time. It's a great sporting event to come along to. Yeah, fantastic spectacle indeed. Hey, Tim, you know how you were saying last year, after sorry, after the event, you sit down at lunch and you go through what did work, what didn't work. Last year, obviously, you said, you know, there were a few issues with the track, so that's been rectified. Was there anything else that came up that you've had to change for this weekend? Um, one of the things we've done, we've actually changed our infield festival layout to make it a bit more streamlined, putting all the bars and food service together, give people some space to go and set up, made a punter's corner down there as well. Um, it's one of those things to try and make channels where people can be social and can meet up and be around each other and have a great time. So the ops team have done a great job of doing a couple of relayouts. Uh, a couple of new suppliers we've had on board as well because that's also an opportunity for us if we go, well, how can we work better or who's going to give us the best outcome? We've had some pretty good success and the team are really on track at the moment, which is great. Um, 
because we've got to save ourselves for Cup Day too because the two weeks beforehand we're really busting things out, but mm. you've got to save yourself for the big day. As Sam would know, you've got to go and ride trials, get the horse prepped and have yourself prepped, but you've got to be ready to fire when it's time and the whips are cracking and you're heading towards that finish line. You know, Tim, I've got a suggestion for next year. I reckon what you could do is after the last race, you could um, have a stage out in the middle of the birdcage and have a dance-off with the jockeys and see, you know, I'm sure you could raise some money. There could be some money made out of this. See who has the best dance moves out of all the jocks, I reckon. Yeah. Sounds like someone who's been in training. (laughs) You've been practicing for something like this. This this sounds like a little bit of self promotion there, Sam. (laughs) Well, I don't want to brag, but I reckon I cut some pretty good shapes when I'm cleaning the house. (laughs) What's she like doing the ad breaks, Alyssa? Does she just come out and sort of bust those moves when the tunes are going? You know what? Even even with the show, the jingle when the show starts, Sammy's like jiggling around in her seat. Her hands are in the air. She's got a little wiggle going on. Yeah, she absolutely loves it. So she's prepped, she's ready. Yeah, I was ready for this event. So next year, um, I'm there. People can take my money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds like a good idea. Nothing wrong with innovation. Oh, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Wow, it sounds like a massive day indeed. And obviously working um, with Queensland Racing or Racing Queensland, you know, is it is it different for you being on the other side? Because I understand you used to work for them. Absolutely. I um, came back uh, into the administration world of racing. I was very fortunate to get a role out there when things were super tough. Um, the business was, yeah, really trying to help participants out but not making any money. I think we come off the back of a 20-plus million dollar loss through all the things that they were trying to do to keep the industry going. And now um, all the things that happened out there, there have been some great things done by um, previous CEO Brendan Parnell and all the other team out there racing-wise. In Clubland, very, very different. Got a couple of different focus points. But racing, I can see from this side as well as whether I would have been racing Queensland, has never been stronger in the state of Queensland. It's in such a great space with support of government. Clubs have never been more aligned and more strong. Racing Queensland's never been more aligned and strong with industry and promoting all the things we need to do. And also, too, not just thoroughbreds. You can see it as well. Greyhounds are prospering. Harness are prospering. They've both got two new venues. And I don't know whether you heard the discussion with Jason Scott yesterday on radio. It's like $180 million worth of spend. Tell me an industry in the sporting world that's spending $180 million on new facilities for industries that have been going for so long. So they're moving from an old home to a new home. Uh, We've got Gold Coast Turf Club getting redeveloped. Um, We've had some stuff happen here at the Turf Club as well with our members and jockeys building Sam probably loves that. It's one of the best, I reckon, around with our lovely yeah, facilities here. It is. Nice spa and all those other things the boys and girls have had. Yes, really. Um, it, it is really great, but it's good. Like, I'm finding it really nice on this side of the fence too. There's different objectives, different aspirations, but mm-hmm. we're down to earth, a member-based club interested in horse racing. So that's the big passion we've got. So anything we can do and uplift that, fantastic. That's fantastic. And yes, I can vouch for the, the facilities at Ipswich. They're great. Luckily, I don't have to spend too much time in the spa losing weight. Splitting. Yeah, very good. So, All the very best for the weekend, Tim. I'm sure it'll um, be a fantastic occasion, as it always is. I know I'll be pleased to be there, and hopefully I can boot home some winners and, uh, yeah, reclaim my uh, Queen of Ipswich uh, tag, maybe. Yes, you got to defend that one. <laughs> Tim, thanks so much for coming on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I. We've really enjoyed speaking with you. All the very best of luck tomorrow. Thanks so much, guys. Pleasure to talk to you and all the best to you guys as well. Thank you.
How good is that? Massive day tomorrow, that's if for people, sure. If you've got nothing on, get your butts to Ipswich. It'll yeah. be all happening in the air. Well, stick with us here on the Queensland Tube with Sam Collett. Coming up after the break, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I, where Sam and I bring you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, this weekend, well, starting with this afternoon, really, you're headed to the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, up to the Sunshine Coast. I've got five nice rides up there. Um, I reckon the best of my rides today is uh, First Love uh, for Jack Bruce. She ran absolutely super fresh up. Um, she's a mare that's going to look for to be running a mile plus. Um, so 1,400 metres probably shouldn't be a worry for her. Um, obviously, we love riding at the Sunny Coast. Uh, yeah. The last race isn't too late. But half past seven, I believe, 7.35 oh. or something for me, so I won't get home. Uh, no midnight finishes no, for you this no. time. No, I never know myself. <laughs> so I have a nice little sleep and go to track work yeah. and then um, do it all again on Saturday. Saturday, Ipswich is going to be massive. Bartholomew, you're on um, for Annabelle Nisham. Yes, Bartholomew Dias. Yes. Don't ask me uh, what that name is. It sounds very regal though, doesn't it? It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Race seven for you. So that's the big one, or one of the two big ones, really. Yeah, then we've got Sue Warwick and the Eyeliner, and I ride Self-Indulgent for um, Team Tony Gollan and the Gay Waterhouse. Um, it was really exciting for me last year. Dad was over and... Um, uh, I had a winner on centre fire with Dad there, so it was just really cool to have him on course when I wrote a winner. And, yeah, awesome. so Dad's obviously, you know, he's at home working, but I've got Mum coming this week, so she'll be my little sidekick for the, yeah, for the seven days that she's here. Excellent. How good is that? <laughs> and I'm sure she'll be telling you a thing or two about riding. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. She's an absolute wealth of knowledge, um, and I'd be lost without her, and I've mm. missed her, so it'd be good to have her here. Ah, oh, so good, so good. Well, as mentioned, racing this afternoon at Sunshine Coast. Tomorrow, racing continues. Ipswich, which is the Ipswich Cup. We spoke to Tim Dunn earlier, the CEO of that turf track, and it is going to be a massive day indeed. We can't wait to see you saddle up, Sam. And racing does continue the night meet at Toowoomba, Rockhampton, Aquas, Bow Desert as well in the country. Home Hill, Gympie, Atherton, Warwick and Mount Isa. Then on Sunday, we wrap it up with the Sunshine Coast and in the country, Springshore as well, Sam. Oh, they've got a little extra day. I haven't been to yes. Springshore, but it sounds like a lovely place. Yes, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? Well, Sam, great to see you. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. It's been great to have your company. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au.